So happy to be back in studio on this uh, lovely fall evening. I think it's still summer, though, right? It's still summer. Yeah. Fall I just yeah, want September the snow. First. No, I, want I don't. Snow. I don't want snow. I like bring fall the snow. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't want that. Um, but just um, I love the weather that's been happening. It is beautiful, and, and it's been so calm and beautiful and and dry, and it's just a lovely, lovely, lovely time um, to be alive in Denver, Colorado. Remind me to tell you a story because uh, I don't want to waste too much time on air. But I have a story that you open my eyes. All right, and I'm, that may be an unfair tease. Now somebody wants to hear it, but uh, maybe I'll write it on the on Facebook. That is an unfair. I know, I know. Right it? Change my life. Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. Things to do. I'm looking so forward to it at uh, 7.15, 7.20, right around there, um, from the Brewers Association. And uh, Julia Hurts is going to come up, and she never disappoints. Great American Beer Festival is right around the corner. Of course, we have Micro Brew Fest. And, um, you know, if you want to go join us there, 50 world-class breweries at Micro Brew Fest. Uh, God forbid you didn't get a ticket to Great American American Beer Festival. I think this is a great alternative. Oh, and absolutely. Unlimited pours. And uh, one thing that's really cool that we had join us uh, with the team over there at Micro Brew Fest is this gentleman. And we'll be uh, there uh, next week at Rocker Spirits. And Dustin Evan joins us online on the Modern Drinker Show. Gentlemen. How are you, Dustin? I am great. I am great today. I know. Hey guys. I, I spoke. We're great too. We spoke to you a little bit earlier on, and you were just beaming because uh, what what a great day for Rocker Spirits. You you uh, t- talk about the event that you were at today. We were at Brews and Views down at Hudson Gardens today, pouring sample drinks and samples, neat samples of our whiskey, rum, and vodka, and it was just an awesome event for us today. Uh, Started pouring at about twelve forty-five and did not stop until five o'clock. It was a line all the way down the street for us. It was an awesome day. So, when you say pour, what does that mean? So we are, uh, we were invited to be a part of that. We were the only micro distillery there with about forty other micro breweries, and so we go there and we pour sample pours of our whiskey, rum, and vodka, and then we take some of the examples of some of our craft cocktails that we do at the distillery, and we pour one-ounce samples of those. Uh, really cool. It kind of reminds me of what you're going to look forward to with Micro Brew Fest, around 50 world-class breweries, and then there they are, the only uh, spirits, the rocker spirits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was a great uh, kind of a test run to get it all ironed out and figured out. I, I bet we served over 1,000 people today, and it was, uh, like I say, a great event. How do you do that? Do you batch it all up before? I mean, do you anticipate that kind of, uh, I mean, you've got a great staff, but how do you prepare for something like that? Yeah, exactly. So we were in touch with the people putting on the event, and they kind of gave us an indication that they had over 1,500 tickets pre-sold, and we're expecting over 2,000 people that day. So we here at Rocker Spirits, our bartenders will sit down and pre-keg these cocktails, so they'll mix you know, kegs full of old fashions, kill dill and rum drink, and we'll chill those overnight, have those ready to go. And out of each one of those kegs, we get about 150 to 200 one ounce pours out of that. Oh, far out. 
that's a that, yeah. that's a good clip right there um so when when you've got something like micro brew fest that's coming up and they get so you about two thousand people you said were there that's yes, a, yes. yeah well that's about we're we're looking from two to four thousand with the space that we have so it'll probably be a similar type of procedure then huh yeah we'll definitely probably step up and uh add a few more kegs to the line um, because I know that we're going to do sample pours there, but then we're also going to be serving and selling our cocktails there as well. So those will be a, probably a five-ounce pour. And so we'll have to have a, a larger backlog of pre-keg cocktails to serve the people yeah, there. Yeah, the VIP. Now, did you take you, your, your, your trash truck is famous. Man. Oh, Jay, I take, go ahead, Jay. What were you going to say? Hey, I Dustin, right uh, Jay check. Parker here. Two questions. Uh, did you take the trash truck today and uh, tell me that you're taking it to well, the microbrew fest? Yeah, describe the oh, trash man. truck and what purpose it serves. The, so the trash truck is really our event trailer. It was built and designed to go to these festivals and basically be our moniker for our brand image. It's an old... COE, it stands for cab over engine. It's a 1953 white truck. We've taken everything out of the inside of the cab and we've turned it into a rolling bar. So the wind, windshield folds down because of the serving top. It's on air ride suspension. So we just tow it into the shows, bag it down to the ground, turn on the stereo. It shoots flames up out of the smokestacks, and it just becomes the showstopper wherever we go. It's pretty cool. Best money ever spent, I bet. Yeah, yeah, it is. I uh, rescued it out of a field in Oregon. It was just rotting in the way. And, Did it just say it, aha to you when you saw it? Oh, man, it's, it's so cool. you got to see it to really believe it. It's just a cool look and feel. And, People. and it was in its last life a California trash truck, so... People love to take pictures with it. People love to be around it. People, uh, and it just, it it just lends to that uh, Americana hard work nostalgia that you've done so well to capture with um, the spirit of rocker spirits. Yeah, it's rusty and gritty, a little old and beat up like all of us, but uh, we can all relate to that. And um, it is a big hit. People really uh, resonate to it. So to follow up on Jay's question, will it be at Micro Brewfest? Man, I'm telling you, we wouldn't we wouldn't let you guys down. We'll bring a trash truck, we'll bring our drinks, and we're gonna have a great, great day up there. So when he says that it, it uh, doubles as a bar, it really does. the The window folds down. It's a plexiglass, wouldn't you say? Is that a plexiglass that yeah, you have? Yeah. So there? the windshield, the windshield, we just change it out from glass to plexiglass, just so you know people leaning on it, and yeah, dropping drops drinks on it won't break it. You know, safety first. You know uh-huh. when you're drinking, you sure. want to be safe with it. And and you just might put in from Jeff Rourke some uh, lines in there to be able to serve your cocktails a little more efficiently. Yeah, we might just uh, actually put a CO2 line in there so we can actually just hook up our keg cocktails and and tap them and just be able to turn around the drinks a lot faster um, than we do right now and just a little bit more efficiency. Well, I don't know how I missed that conversation that you and Greg must have had at some point because that's a home run of an idea. I would do oh, that yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We would, it's just... Uh, one step at a time, man. We're growing. Do it right now, day. Dustin. Do it right now. Uh, Hang uh, up I'll on us and just go do it. I wasn't joking. I'll have it done this evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how you're going to do that. That's, repairman, I, think, uh, I think Jeff's in Moab 
right now. But he's got the uh, he's got the team. He's got a team that can get out there. But you want Jeff there. Um, all yeah. eyes turn towards next Saturday. Uh, not just because the Modernator and Drinker shows will be at Rocker Spirits for your one year anniversary party, and we couldn't be more proud of not only Rocker Spirits but everybody that the, the team that you've put together uh, with John behind the bar. And um, Nick back there, Nick, Nick, Nick gave me the coolest tutorial, and I didn't have my microphones on me, and I was so uh, sad, but he gave me the greatest tutorial yeah, last time the, we were there. The Sprezzatura um, pizza that you have out front there, you've just really assembled everything that you'd ever want at a place that you want to go relax and, and enjoy uh, your evening, and, and that's it with Rocker Spirits. The lineup for next Saturday, what can people expect when they join us down there in Littleton at Rocker Spirits? Oh yeah, so we're gonna barricade off the street. We'll close the street down, and the dis- in front of the distillery, we'll have a stage, three bands. We'll have, you know. Can you uh, press pause on press. that? We talked about a band, and I hooked you up with Kyle Moyer. Did anything come about with that? Um, Kyle's guys, they're pretty booked up, and so I don't know if that's gonna work out. But we have some other options. Um, with one that uh, we did have one band uh, have a family crisis and they had to drop well out, we can do a call out right that. now if you're not covered we can do a call we're, out on the yeah, air right down now for it. we'd love to have somebody step in there and, and join our party and make it yeah even better let's talk about it all right if you're so, if you're a musician i kind of like the blues feel the blues uh, but you know maybe rock and roll too bluegrass, would be cool blues, yeah got it it, we, we're all down for that. If if you've got a band and uh, you really want to be featured at a cool spot, now or know look, somebody who yeah, does, now you, you can't be terrible. We, we're gonna uh, you, we'll make yeah. the call. We'll look at your stuff. <laughs> yeah. We'll listen to it a little bit. We'll look at your you. We don't want to. You know, is this your first gig? We don't want that. Yeah, no we want, music. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm a beatboxer. Yeah, but do this. Um, email us uh, the, the the modern eater at gmail.com the modern eater at gmail.com we'll pass that along to dustin but act now do it now because uh this will get filled we'll fill this up this week and it, it's yeah. a great time for that uh the, i appreciate that guys you guys have always been so supportive and helpful for us at rocker spirits and we're very grateful Oh, guys. D- listen, this weekend, Dustin, uh, it's all about good times. And we went to your block party there last time, did a broadcast from there. I'll tell you what, there wasn't a frown in the place. It was rocking. It was a great time. People come out from all over the place. And, and I'd like to say it's just catching on. But I think that, um, you know, it, it's one of those things to where this is a don't miss. You want to be there next Saturday for this. What time are you going to get going? So, yeah, uh, yeah. Gates open at three o'clock. First band goes on at three thirty to five thirty. Then a break from five to five thirty. Then the next band five thirty to seven, and then we close the event that night from with the last band seven thirty to nine. We'll do giveaways at the door. We'll have all kinds of vendors here: food trucks and delicious whiskey and libation. All right, the next um, four callers to 303-713-8255, 303-713-8255. We'll give tickets, uh, a pair of them, for this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Where else? Remember, guys, those tickets, those tickets to get in, it's 10 bucks, but that gets you a free cocktail, 
and a free commemorative T-shirt. So it's basically a free event. Yeah, yeah, and you got to be 21, obviously, to do that. So 303-713-8255. The next five will give away five sets of two. So there you go, 303-713-TALK. Thanks so much, Dustin. We're going to catch up with Julia Hertz next from the Brewers Association. We love talking to you, and we'll be there uh, in full effect next week at Rocker Spirits. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, Dustin. All right, if you want to join us, to Rocker Spirits next week, the first uh, five callers, 303-713-8255, and, and uh, you'll be all set up, and you can join us over there at Rocker Spirits. I'm looking forward to this. Julia Hertz, um, she, she's a gal at the Brewers Association. Brewers Association, uh, a national association, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, they, put some, uh, they put out there a label on their packaging um, to be able to offer to breweries to say we are a part of the Brewers Association and we are craft. It's a very interesting thing of why they why they felt the need to do this to delineate themselves um, aside from being the big beer, the macro mm-hmm. beer, and, and why they have this. Uh, she'll she'll talk about that. She'll also talk about. Um, She'll also talk about the Brewers Association's involvement of what's happening um, down there for the hurricane and the flooding. And so many breweries, again, we talk about breweries that um, uh, they all jump in and mm-hmm. help each other out. And so if there's somebody in need and they can do something to mobilize uh, the, these breweries come together and do that and and that's really cool to watch that we'll talk about that as well and then we'll talk about um, the great american beer festival on the horizon and what we can look forward to that so we've got a lot of stuff to cover and then we'll catch up with kyle moyer um from the crafty fox and bogey's beer and wine for booze in the news again micro brew fest will be taking place next saturday the uh, not next Saturday. Um, Saturday the twenty third. Three weeks from today. Twenty third. We're giving away tickets all the time. All the time. On Micro Brewfest Facebook page, mm-hmm. event page. You got to check that out. We give away tickets constantly. Follow us on Instagram. Next week we will be at Rocker Spirits, and I think we have a couple pairs of tickets left. Three zero three seven one three eight two five five. If you want to join us, you can uh, come over on over there. It's a twenty one and up event. Three zero three seven one three eight two five five. Next, Julia Hertz right here on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. You'll share a little drink with us on this festive day. It's the Modern Drinker Show. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at 
info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things. Remember the time when if you wanted to enjoy a classic Belgian-style beer, you'd better be visiting Europe? Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, head brewer of Brews Beers right here in Denver. It's with great honor that my partner Ryan Evans and I are able to share our passion for Belgian-inspired beers from our local microbrewery, Brews Beers. Located at the intersection of 67th and Pecos in the Midtown community, we invite you to Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery and taproom to sample an array of classic Belgian-inspired beers. If you're a Colorado craft beer lover like myself, you're sure to appreciate our attention to providing only the best ingredients and care when we brew our Belgian beer recipes. With a food truck every night and open seven days a week, our spacious dog-friendly taproom and beer garden welcomes you, your friends, and family to sample from a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan ales. Look us up online at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z-B-E-E-R-S.com. And we'll see you at the brewery. Hot dogs! Get your Billy's Gourmet hot dogs! Hot dogs for grown-ups and kids alike! Awesome homemade sausages! Get your Billy's Gourmet hot dogs! Billy's Gourmet hot dogs. 100% single-sourced meat. Never any artificial flavors or coloring. And always hormone-free. Experience the best dogs you'll ever eat. Just two blocks from Coors Field. A perfect place to sit on a sun-filled outdoor patio. And grab a beer and dog before a game. Billy's Gourmet Hi, this is Jim Cook from Sam Adams, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Cheers. Let's go drink some beer! That's what it's about. Drinking some delicious craft beer right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Modern Drinker Show, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and we're going to get right to work. Oh, by, so next weekend, Rocker Spirits. Uh, we'll see you there. And then on the 23rd, Micro Brewfest. Uh, we'll see you there, microbrewfest.beer for information. And then after that, we will be live from the halls of the Colorado Convention Center for Great American Beer Festival. It's the reason for the season. And we'll go uh, straight to Julia Hertz. And uh, Julia, you, you wear a lot of hats. You do a lot of writing. But um, craft beer program director for the Brewers Association. Yes, hi. How are you? Good good to hear your voice. Hi, Julia. Hi there. Happy Saturday. I know. (laughs) Right back at you. Happy Saturday. Here we are, uh, and I was just commenting on what delightful weather that we're experiencing here in Denver, Colorado, and some places... Um, not so lucky and on a serious note and i was just thrilled to read this um the brewers association stepping in and just doing what they can headline craft brewers help steady the storm through harvey relief efforts and uh, julia talk a little bit about what's going on with that yeah i mean and i'm I'm speaking to you today from lions where i live in colorado and, and we've certainly seen um some of this, and this is an evolving story, this event for um, the great people of Texas and, um, you know, small businesses, small brewery businesses included are in the middle of, and our heart goes out to them, and we've been engaging and monitoring what um, the breweries are doing to really get involved and where their needs are and how we can help them spread the word on um, fundraising events that they're doing and the like. Also, the, the week before Harvey hit, we um, were able to get information out to 
are breweries in the area and the path of destruction trying to give them safety tips um, based on sound practices from OSHA and the like. So it's really an event that, as you guys know, you know, it's evolving. And so we're monitoring it and trying to stay engaged and support our breweries there. And, and what's interesting, it's one of those all hands on decks. And uh, you, you look at, uh, you know, not only breweries in, in Texas, but... Uh, Oscar Blues, wow! Uh, to stop the the production of their uh, beer and canning, and and to can water, that's something else, isn't it? Yeah, pretty pretty dang cool. Um, you know, breweries large and small, and Oscar Blues being small and independent and stepping up front and center, um, and doing that is uh, you know something they roll up their sleeves. And um, their nonprofit has raised millions, um, and that was actually spurred from the um, Front Range flood. So it's a, it's, a, it's a really neat evolving story that Oscar Blues continues to support and use their efforts to not just, uh, you know, on events that affect their backyard, but what's, um, you know, affecting others. That's got to be quite the hit to a, a brewery like Oscar Blues to, to do something like that. It just sh- shows the uh, selflessness. Um, yeah. I mean, dollars and cents, I don't know, but they have a, a, a third location now in Austin. And so they, I think, are, um, you know, they're getting, they're, they're seeing some of what's going on firsthand. Oh, uh, the Brewers Association. A little jump here to yeah. uh, the things that you're doing. Uh, you know, it, so September to me marks fall. I know we're not into fall yet, but, <laughs> it, and, and it's like, uh, here we go, you know, beer drinking season to me. You know, the, se- the seasonals start coming out and that time. And then you think of, uh, here it is, and and now for, to be able to say this, it's kind of an interesting thing. But it all it marks here comes Great American Beer Festival to me. Yeah, um, yeah, bring it. Do do you feel that as well? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you out of everybody, probably right. Well, I mean, I've been to more than half the Great American Beer Festival. Total beer lover, like many of your listeners and you, um, you guys. And I mean, come on, bring it. This is the granddaddy of them all. Um, this is the main beer festival and competition, 60,000 people, 3,800 beers, 800 plus breweries. Um, that's just in the festival. And then the competition will also go on. So this really is, if you bag a medal at the GABF, I always say, you have now been dubbed by the most prestigious judge panel to make a world-class example of that style that just cannot be matched. Julie Hertz, uh, Brewers Association uh, Craft Beer Program Director, uh, talking about Great American Beer Festival, so change it. And here's what I love about you, and you always say, "Greg, stop," you know, and and so I will. But you 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 come on the show, and I ask you questions, and you're right there to answer them if you have an answer to them. Uh, if you don't, you just say, "I don't have an answer to it." But um, Great American Beer Festival took a little bit longer this year to sell out. Why? Well, I'm gonna correct you right there that we sold out same day. So I think that... <laughs> Wait, you know, I didn't say day. I said of, just longer, a little right, longer. So, so let's at least be factual. We're okay. talking a matter of hours difference where when you have, as I said, you know, a 60,000-person um, festival and, uh, you know, the majority of those are purchased tickets, you've got something pretty incredible when you're still selling out same day. But I do think that there's a lot more beer events. There's a lot more advanced beer culture and a lot more things to do with your beer entertainment dollars. Um, so even though, you know, we may remain, um, very popular and sell out in less than a full day time, Completely. um, yeah, there's, this is, this is a more advanced beer culture today and, um, a lot, a lot of choices. How many days and how many sessions? 
So Great American Beer Festival this October 5th through 7th is three days, four sessions. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday day is our American Home Brewers Association members only session. Um, and then Saturday night. And and when I said that, I, I think I was just so Jay and I we, uh, we got got into Micro Brew Fest, and we, we, so I'm just trying to make myself feel a little bit better when you, we don't see that type of ticket sales that Great American Beer Festival does. But sitting down last year with Charlie Papazian, and he talks about you know year one and what that looked like, and mm-hmm. just the fear that was brought. It um it, it, it's something that where it it wasn't just one year and. It was a great success that first year. You've you've come to this point, right? Right. I mean, and this is 36 years strong now. You bring up the first Great American Beer Festival created by amazing Charlie Papazian, who lives right outside of Boulder um, and is very active with the Brewers Association still. We only had 24 breweries that year, 800 attendees um, in 1982. So, you know, it's certainly taken a while to have our track record. In 2007, for example, the Great American Beer Festival took a week to sell out of our tickets. So it's evolving, and, and you bring up your, you know, fest, and you're one of the new choices. And any event, if you're in events, takes two, three years to really get a good track record, you know, tune things, um, fine-tune them, tweak them, and really prove to your attendee that you are an experience worth worth going and paying for. Changes. um just from last year to this year, I understand that um, no longer, and you call it big beer, no longer big beer will be available to purchase end caps or, or larger. Tell me what's going on with that. Well, I think the Brewers Association continues to make changes for the Great American Beer Festival. This is definitely a big tent event where breweries small and big are serving by side by side and competing head to head. However, um, you know, for years now, uh, the majority of our end caps, as you bring up, or where the sponsored featured brewery booths are, where you, so you get more space at the end of a aisle in the hall, have, um, you know, been purchased from uh, Big Beer. So we have now reeled that back in, um, and you have to be a small and independent producer to be able to, to purchase one of those. And I think that's a good move. At the end of the day, we need to keep the marketplace fair. We're here to help sure, make sure that the small and independents get a fair shake too. And, um, you know, Big Beer really doesn't need as much help. They are the majority and the lion's share of beer sales. And if you look at the 5,600 breweries in the United States today, with 98% of those 5,600 being small and independent, that group, 98% of those, are only responsible for less than 13% of the volume of beer sold. So we got some work to do still to get it to be, you know, a more broad and diverse marketplace. That's staggering when you say that, uh, 98% um, small independent and then you talk about the 2% that does, what, 87% of the the sales? Yeah, I mean, it's big four now these days. I wouldn't have told you that a few years ago, but who'd have thought Heineken would make a play um, to get into U.S. craft? Now with their investment with Lagunitas um, and their purchase, it's been incredible beer times to watch that historically. And then Constellation, you know, who's really big beer and, and known for, you know, imported um, mass domestics, uh, such or sorry, imported um, loggers such as Corona. They, you know, they have a game now too with the purchase of Ballast Point. So you've really got four producers on top of that: Molson Coors, which really isn't Miller Coors anymore, um, and then the biggest of big, which is Anheuser Busch InBev. Yeah. So when we talk about big beer, um, 
they're still welcome at Great American Beer Festival. Absolutely. This is, I'll say it again, the Big Tent event. And, I mean, it's important to have breweries um, competing in the competition side-by-side in this 200-plus um, judge competition with, you know, 160 beer styles um, from 12 different countries these judges come from. I mean, you, you've got big beer and small beer competing side-by-side in a way that really does say, um, let's, let's see who's best. Yeah, not the same, but kind of one and the same, and the same uh, sentiment or, or breath of the conversation of um, Brewers Association. It's your event, Great American Beer Festival, and uh, still, you know, like you said, everybody's welcome under one tent here. Uh, but at the same time, Brewers Association this year, and and this is going to be interesting to have this conversation with you. Um, the the new seal that the Brewers Association has come up with, the Independent Craft Brewer Seal. And gaining momentum, which it should, but um, you're looking for valuable real estate on a lot of uh, breweries labeling that are independent. Uh, do, do you have, um, can we take a break and talk about this? Because I'd like to spend a, a couple minutes just talking about this labeling. Sure. You okay. guys sip your beer and I'll be right here. Okay, we're going to do that because I, I don't want to rush through this and we're up against a break. It's 7.30 on 6.30 KHOW locally. Um, the Modern Eater Show and the Modern Drinker Show. Just so happy to have Julia Hertz with us from the Brewers Association. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get right back at it and we're going to talk about uh, independent craft brewer seal and the momentum that it has built up um, and why the Brewers Association has uh, decided to implement this seal and what that means so we'll do that jay when we get back let's do it all right we'll take a break we'll come back it is the modern drinker show on iHeartRadio. you'll share a little drink with us on this festive day it's the modern drinker show beer always tastes better and fresher when it comes right out of the tap now you don't have to go to a bar to get the same great taste with man can the man can is a sturdy stainless steel one gallon keg style craft beer growler man can it's like a mini craft brewery that travels with you camping tailgating up in the mountains wherever perfect for get-togethers you can keep eight pints of your favorite beer fresh in every man can here's how it works fill the man can at your favorite brewery or tap station it keeps beer fresh and carbonated with an awesome pressurized co2 tap system the man can is virtually indestructible and gives you a perfect pour every time it makes pouring craft beer easy even from the fridge the man can a great gift for those who love fresh beer Wherever you go, bring fresh beer. Get yours today online at mancan.beer. That's mancan.beer. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. All right, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Just quickly, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions providing efficient draft lines for everybody. You want an A-Plus on your report card, and uh, he'll give it to you. You need to uh, pour efficient beer. If you're not pouring efficient beer, Jay, 
You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Invest it in a working draft system. It's just so easy. Your customers will really appreciate it. Beer, wine, water, nitro lines, uh, just the best in the business. Uh, installation, refrigeration, and maintenance. It's very important. 20 years in the business. He's a family man. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Get a hold of him. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hello, this is Sam Caligioni from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on the iHeartRadio Network. Yes, you are, and right back at it. Uh, next week, we will be at Rocker Spirits for their one-year anniversary party. Please come join us there on the 23rd, Micro Brewfest. Ticket information, microbrewfest.beer. And then on October 6th, 7th, and 8th, on the 7th, we will be live from the uh, halls of the Convention Center for Great American Beer Festival. It's a don't miss, and anybody uh, that loves great craft beer, they're all there waiting for you. Julia Hertz, uh, back at it again. Thank you so much for that quick pause. Sure. Hi again, Jay and Greg. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, okay, here it is. And and we talk, you know, more and more that we do this show and we talk to breweries and brewers and, and just it's it's a culture. It's a culture of craft beer and beer lovers. And there's almost been a division or a dividing line uh, that has happened with um the culture of beer drinkers and we've ran into this with micro brew fest of where you're deemed to be too big you have no business doing that uh, i found it very interesting to see that the brewers association has implemented for use um, for any independent craft brewery to take on a label that would identify them as such from the brewers association can you speak uh, about this labeling and what purpose it serves Sure, happily, and we hope that beer lovers start to look for it. Um, we've got something that you're referring to is the independent craft um, craft brewer label, and it's a seal. It's a certification mark, and the Brewers Association backs it. We are saying for breweries that are using it um, that they are small and independent U.S. producers. Um, it's been out for a little over two months. Um, just shy of two months, frankly, and you know, more than 2,000 breweries have already signed up to get the art, which is incredible, representing um, uh, an estimated 70% of the volume of beer made from craft brewers. So that shows alone that the breweries themselves want to differentiate, um, and many beer lovers, based on research that we've seen, have independence being important and, frankly, helping to drive decisions. And this isn't about saying what beer you should and shouldn't buy. It's just saying if you're looking to support and also buy independent beer, then look for this mark or the seal. Okay. Um, what, what are the qualifications again? So you have to have a um, TTB, active TTB brewer's license, trade and tobacco um, bureau brewer's license, and you need to be a independent craft brewer. We, uh, that's that 98% of the 5,600 breweries in the United States. It's a very inclusive definition, um, and most breweries in the U.S. are independent. And then you, um, you know, sign a license agreement to uh, use the seal art, and then you can use it on your packaging, your, you know, your bottles, your cans, your growlers, or um, many breweries, you have it now. I was just at Spangling in Denver doing a bike tour in Rhino yesterday, and Spangling Brewery had it on the front door of the brewery as a sticker, um, or behind the bar. I'm the looking at it right now. Yeah. 
on yeah. on um, brewersassociation.org. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I can understand the real value if it was like a 60-40 thing, and you're, but 98, I mean, you'd have to be uh, trying, right, to, to get outside of that, to get into the 2%. Why, why a label to delineate the 98 percentile against the 2 percentile? Ah, very timely question. Um, because over the last few years, the waters have gotten a little muddy. Um, for example, ABI has purchased 10 formerly independent breweries, including Breckenridge um, in Colorado. The uh, um, Molson Coors um, Network, uh, Brewery Network has purchased four breweries. Um, and then there is the presentation of their beers and the beer lover purchasing those formerly independent brands would no, have no idea about the ownership unless they really researched it. It's not indicated on the packaging about who the parent company is. So we've always called the Brewers Association for Transparency um, in Brand Ownership, um, and it just hasn't come. It hasn't come along. So with that, we, we have created this seal as one methodology on the reverse side of it, where Big Beer is not going to say who's making that beer. Um, and who owns, who's the parent company behind it, at least the small and independents can say, I'm small and independent, here's the seal. So is it is it more important or equally important? Um, for Is this for the consumer or the brewery? I think it's for both. The, the beer lover, though, drives the decisions here, right? We have a thriving beer culture. Um, we've had slowing of growth for the uh, small and independent segment, though. So if we want to, as beer lovers, continue to see choice, um, this is a very important tool and step in that. But yet it's also for the brewery, um, because at the end of the day, if the seal really is driving sales, it's going to help many of those breweries stick around. So is it the culture that, and I'm just, you know, if you, we'll take Ballast Point, for example. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, if you were a fan of drinking some Ballast Point, and they lined up for around blocks to, to get some Ballast Point, um, do you really, uh, you're still going to like it though, right? And Breckenridge, Absolutely. you're still going to enjoy yeah. that beer. And Absolutely. why not? Why, why shouldn't you? Different beers, different occasions, right? Just I said a minute or two ago, this is not about saying what you should and shouldn't buy. It's just prioritizing that the waters are muddy. And if you care about supporting independent beer as well, you'll be able to more easily tell. I say, look, Jay Parker here. Hi, Julia. I'm I'm going to speak if you can believe that. Um, <laughs> I I think from what hearing your guys's conversation and and just being in this community myself doing the show, what I what I take away from it is that is the big difference is it's for the people you said it yourself, the people that care. Mm-hmm. Is like yeah. is the is the big thing as far as the seal goes. Those are the people that 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 it would hit directly, or or at least you know understand what it's about. And I would like to hope it creates a broader universe of caring, right? I mean, we can't all chase down everything we purchase to research every parent company, the, you know, the, the, the practices of those companies and the like. We make the best decisions based on our time and interest. But if you're interested enough to know that you would be supporting an independent business behind your beer, then it's going to help, I think, a broader even halo than those that, uh, that already care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always say um, follow the money is what what I look at. Uh, but but here it is. It, so out of those, uh, how many breweries did you say are uh, independent breweries nationwide? Five thousand ninety eight percent of the five thousand six hundred. How many of those are uh, participants with the the Brewers Association? 
We have a little over 70% of the U.S. brewery members. And um, I haven't cross-referenced non-member to member because we made this deal available to all U.S. craft brewers. Very open process here, whether you're a member of the Brewers Association or not. So, you know, in 2,000-plus breweries in the mix, um, very strong. But the Brewers Association certainly has a count of how many breweries are members of the Brewers Association. Yeah, a little over 70% of 5,600 breweries. So, you know, we do some quick math. Yeah. We're talking a couple thousand. And, and what are you batting with this seal? So all all seven, all of those 100% of, of those Brewers Association members nope. have embraced this? Nope, not yet. Um, have not cross-referenced that number, literally. We've been on a fast track of adoption and talking to brewery A, B, and C. I literally have not looked at member to non-member. Gotcha. I I have to imagine that that would absolutely help the awareness of the Brewers Association by creating this uh, all-inclusive seal for for those folks. Sure. And, I mean, what's even more important than awareness is, is that, you know, this national association that puts on Great American Beer Festival that's been here um, in many different forms since, uh, you know, the late 1800s in one iteration and the 40s with the small Brewers Caucus forming in Chicago that then became part of kind of the Association of Brewers that became the Brewers Association of today. We're here to make beer better. We're here to make the environment for beer better. And I, I'm, I'm very impressed with, you know, the fact that we release this, whether you're a member or not, it matters on who's frankly a craft brewer. Hey, you guys do it all right, and um, looking forward to Great American Beer Festival. Food event as well, you'll be doing again this year? Yeah, we've got in the hall, man, beer and food pavilion, brewer studio pavilion, um, the brew pub pavilion, support your local brewery pavilion. So much education goes on, um, and and a wonderful amount of sampling, one ounce at a time. One ounce at a time. Looking forward to seeing you there. Uh, None better. Julia Hurst right there, Craft Beer Program Director for the Brewers Association. Uh, The moves that you guys make are always interesting to me. I think they're always very well thought out and uh, implemented at the uh, very highest of levels and just a a well-run organization you have there. Well, thank you, Greg and Jay. Thanks for the opportunity and good beers to you. Hey, uh, Julia, real quick before you go, I just want to ask a personal favor. Would you yeah. mind with you and Charlie just coming out to the Micro Brew Fest and meeting everybody and, and shaking there, their hand and no getting to know them? They will. Oh yeah, <laughs> can, you were, yeah, Jay's coming in the back. You last we talked, and we could take this offline. <laughs> um, you were going to send me information, and we'll take it. From Yay! Oh, right. I love it. Thanks, Julia. Uh, we'll catch up soon. Okay. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye she's bye. the greatest. Um, she's awesome. She's really cool. All right. Uh, kind of the, the you know, I think my feelings are out there with that. I always say follow the money. Obviously, by putting this seal out to where um, 90%, 98% of the breweries are already independent. And, you know, why do you need a, a, well, a, I, a label for that? I, I honestly think, I mean, you know, listen, there's a lot that, that you don't, nobody knows about anything, right? Because you're not directly involved. can't hurt membership. Right. The breweries. But, but I will say this, and that's why I brought it up to her, is, is I see, because you say, why you do Everybody knows they're, into, they're, they're micro. Well, if you cared that much, you'd do the homework. You don't need somebody doing your thinking for you to where it's like. I do. do well, you, you but. But I will. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I see that. I see that as far as like the people that really care. It takes, it, it's like a no brainer. So like they see it and go, okay, I don't have to research this because I see it because I see it and I believe it. I see it more of us versus them. I don't really see 
too much of the value with the consumer consumer seeing a label. And, and you know, listen, I've been wrong a million times. I'll be wrong a million times more. But when I look at something like this, to where two percent is making and producing and selling eighty seven percent of sales mm-hmm. um, and manufacturing of beer. They're doing something right. Somebody likes their beer. Um, so to have this label that says we're not them, it's a, it's an interesting um, uh, it's an interesting st- st- building stone or stepping stone onto an already um, sensitive culture within craft beer. Yeah, well put. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's do it. Kyle Moyer, the modern drinker. He'll be up next, and we'll talk about uh, new uh, seasonals that you'll be able to get at uh, Bogey's Beer and Wine. And that'll be up next right here on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. This is Charlie Papazian. You can try, and I'll probably say yes. You're listening to the Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Our sold-out 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. September 22nd and 23rd at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. Let's go! Keep listening to win a penthouse at Aria Sky Suites. And a $10,000 gift card courtesy of our marquee partner, Capital One. The music never stops with unlimited data from T-Mobile. Switch to America's best unlimited network, T-Mobile, to stream all you want, where you want. Top 3% of data users over 32 gigs a month may notice reduced speeds. Capable device required. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. Tap house. Pizzeria. Mamma mia, it's a booth. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Named one of the hottest new bars in Denver by Zagat. 60 rotating taps dedicated to delicious craft beer. With permanent Russian River Blind Pig handle. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. The most heavenly pizza you've ever tasted. The freshest ingredients. Baked to perfection. This menu, they use the same ingredients that they use to make it a craft. With two outdoor patios, including a rooftop deck, with a majestic view of downtown Denver, located just a mile north of Coors Field. Let's play ball! 3901 Fox Street in Denver. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. It's It's both. The Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House, where craft is their middle name. Check them out at craftyfox.beer. You're thirsty. You want a drink, a swig, something to quaff, imbibe. You want bogeys, beer, and wine. 400 craft beers. We're talking lagers, suds, brewskis, you name it, they got it. 170 whiskeys, hooch, moonshine, bourbon, scotch. It's enough for any gin joint. The guy who runs it? Kyle Moyer. He's a connoisseur. Guy really knows his stuff. You want wine? Kyle says there's plenty of great wine right here. Local, you know. Family owned. Make your taste buds come alive. Bogey's Beer and Wine. It's a shop, a store, an emporium, a flavor factory for distilled spirits. Right next to the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Near I-25 and 38th on Fox Street. You like beer, whiskey, and wine? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Go to bogeysbeer.com. Now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. Brought to you by the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria and Bogey's Beer and Wine. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Oh, yes. Why not? The Modern Eater, 
the Modern Drinker Show right here. Booze in the news, all the booze news you can use, and the host of Booze in the News right here with Greg Hollenbach and Jay Parker. It's Kyle Moyer. Kyle, how are you? I'm well. How you doing, boys? Doing great, man. What's up, buddy? I got to meet Bogey. I know. I saw your meme. Greg wrote a meme. Did you see that? Yeah, you know, I, I give him a lot of credit. I didn't think he had it in him, but it was a great meme, and even Bogey, you know, laughs a little bit after that one. Yeah, so the, here's the meme is, uh, so Bogey, he owns a liquor store, Bogey's Beer and Wine, right? Mm-hmm. And we're doing Micro Beer Fest. Ticket information, micro uh, microbrewfest.beer, microbrewfest.beer. Uh, and, and Bogey's meme just, it, it was what was on his mind. When I met him, he was talking to me about this, and he, he wanted to know about Micro Brewfest. So mm-hmm. we're, we're having a chat, which was almost weird, too, because I think he reads lips. Bogey's, Bogey's deaf, right? He is deaf. He's not quite up to par. So I'm doing a little sign language. I'm doing a little bit of uh, lip reading, for, and he's checking it out. And he, he says, listen, I, you know, why can't I go to Micro? I own a liquor store. Why can't I go to Micro Brew Fest? So I, I promised him I would write him right. a meme saying, uh, I own a liquor store. I'm bogey. Uh, why can't I go again? And well, uh, I didn't have an answer for him. So, so I got an answer, Greg. You got to think about it this way. So Bogey sees Jay and knows that Jay could go to Microbrew Fest. <laughs> and, you know, Bogey and Jay are pretty much the same level. So and he's like, if Jay could go to Microbrew Fest, why can I? Man, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know what, what direction you were taking. Perfect. And when he started, I thought he was going to be serious. And then he, then he took a shot at me. It was perfect. That was, yeah, that, that was, was great. Um, I, I had this want because I wanted to test out whether Bogey was really deaf. I wanted to yell at him, but I couldn't bring myself to do that. That's just mean. Because it's a sweetheart of a dog. Mean-spirited. Uh, just a beautiful uh, dog, Bogey. And Bogey's Beer and Wine, you can go down there and see all kinds of great artwork and that type of stuff. But Bogey's, here it is. Um, if you're looking for your kind of craft emporium, you've really done a great job with Bogey's down there to make it that, Kyle. Well, yeah, I mean, three and a half years ago, I opened it up as a craft bottle shop. You know, if it's whiskey, wine, beer, um, no matter what it is, you know, it's it's basically a, a I don't want to say a high-end liquor store, but a craft liquor store. So, uh, got all kinds of fun craft options. Obviously, we really focus on beer and whiskey and, you know, always evolving and always switching that up, you know, week to week. And what's cool about it is uh, right next door, I mean, literally same building, Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, 60 beers on tap. They kind of lend themselves to each other because you do some tastings over there at Crafty Fox, which I've had the pleasure to be on in on a few of those. But it helps you with your decisions on what you're going to put in bogeys as well, right? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, I could taste at bogeys and, you know, look at Crafty Fox and put it on or vice versa, you know. Uh, some options only come in kegs, but some options I'm, I'm learning about only come in uh, either bombers or cans, and I can't even get it to Crafty Fox in a keg. So, you know, there's a little bit, um, I, I guess, either end of it, you know, is kind of a nice way to look at it. So it depends on, you know, what what kind of beer it is or whiskey, and, and some will be, you know, able to sell a liquor store, some at Crafty Fox at a restaurant, and it's kind of nice. I yeah. got, you know, both sides of it. If you're a craft beer lover, I mean, really, do yourself a favor. The Crafty Fox, you can sit down, you can sample from um, just Kyle, really make sure that he's putting the on point, the good one-offs, those types of things. But if it's available, he's going to figure out whether he can get in and bogeys for you. So you enjoy what you're having at the Crafty Fox, swing right next door, and you're home free, going home. They call that the bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah. So, yeah, with that said, Kyle, what are some things that you can taste at the Crafty Fox and then go pick up at Bogey's? 
You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna even turn it up a notch. Uh-oh. This brewery that I'm about to talk about, phenomenal brewery. They've been around for a good a bit um, on the East Coast, but now they're distributed here in Colorado. You can find them at Bogies. You can find them at Crafty Fox, and they actually just signed up for Micro Brew Fest. Um, the brewery is called Two Roads out of Connecticut, and they make great great beers, especially their hoppy beers. And one that comes to mind that you can get both at Crafty Fox and Bogies literally as we speak is their uh, New England double IPA called Too Juicy. And that's a hit. Oh, it's it's a great beer. It's 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 so fresh. It's unbelievable how fresh these cans are, um, especially coming from Connecticut. But great double IPA. It's It's got all the fruit elements to it. It's got like an 8%, 8.2% ABV, but it drinks like half of that. It's dangerous, but it's delicious. And these guys are just going to really compete with what Colorado's doing. Um, but they've been around a while. They're just, you know, finally hitting our market just, just recently. And then there it is. You, you swoop right in and, and you've got it taken care of. Um, and I love that. I just love that. Uh, it's like we just talked to Julia Hertz from the Brewers Association. They had to come up with a label to, to be able to delineate 98% of the breweries against 2% that can't carry the label, which I find very interesting. But that's basically doing um, your homework for the consumer and putting a label on there. It's uh, How I see it is uh, if it's at the Crafty Fox, you, Kyle Moyer did the homework for you and uh if if it's available and and it is available in a bomber or cans or six pack whatever he's gonna have it there for you too so you know you're in good hands if you go into the crafty fox or bogey's beer and wine because kyle does his homework it's you know i I, i've been in school for a long time i fortunately graduated from college but it's the easiest homework i've ever had in my entire (laughs) life you love it I absolutely love it. I, I wish school was this easy. I wish I was so passionate about my science projects, but, um, you know, finally you found your calling off, and this homework is just great. And it seems to be really beneficial to, you know, more to the masses, I guess. Yeah. And that, and that's really why, you know, if you don't want to do that homework, you don't want to figure out what those one-offs are and where to find them. Um, you need your own label, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, well, geez, that I appreciate that. That's that's big. You know, I'll, I'll trust the Brewers Association now because you know, I like myself, like you, the consumer, and all the breweries. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of faith in those guys, so we'll trust them and their labeling. You know, yeah, very very busy next few weeks. Next weekend, we'll be at Rocker Spirits for their one year anniversary party. Then on the twenty third, we are so excited for this. We'll be live from the Crafty Fox after Micro Brew Fest, and Micro Brew Fest is um, just right behind the crafty fox so uh come down and see us there obviously kyle moyer is going to co-host that whole show with us and then on the um, 6th of october we'll be at great american beer festival with kyle moyer and right in your i mean that's basically uh you're sitting there with a baggie of your native soil when you're at the great american beer festival so we've got some great beer events coming up what are you looking forward to kyle well obviously microbrew fest i think it's going to be a really cool event You know, that time of year in Colorado is beautiful. We're outdoors, 50 breweries, food trucks. That's going to be awesome. And to back it up two weeks later, uh, GABF, Great American Beer Festival, I mean, this is 
this is what the rest of the world envies, and we have it right here in our own backyard. Not something else. I mean, truly, we are spoiled. We really are. Uh, we've got a great lineup for Micro Brew Fest, and thanks to Kyle Moyer for assembling uh, 99% of um, those breweries together. And I think that you'll really enjoy the lineup when you um, log on to microbrewfest.beer. You'll see uh, these world-class breweries, ticket information. It's unlimited pours. Like you said, food trucks, yard games. It's everything you want out of a beer festival, and it's a great ramp up to that. Kyle, uh, will we see you next week at Rocker? You will. I'm super excited for this show. Um, um, I'll be there. Off the hook. That is so cool. All right, Kyle Moyer, there it is. We'll catch up with you next week. We'll see you here this next week. Uh, have a great holiday weekend, okay? Thank you. You get it, too. Okay, there he is, Kyle Moyer. Jay Parker, you're the best, man.